0: Welcome everyone back to Isle for the Soul, our second podcast where we have Andrew and...
1: Brian.
0: We are so excited to bring you our second episode on Isle for the Soul. Brian, tell me about your week. What have you been doing?
1: Ooh, my week has been low-key kind of crazy, but so fun and encouraging. Started off the week uh, going to or having our 242 group community together, which you're a part of. And it was just so awesome to see landon who's new to it join and just like ask so many questions and be so curious about it and actually when you had left he uh al and i al willis and i we were able to pray over him and we and he was able to give his life to the lord and it was like it was so cool and the holy spirit was just moving that entire night and it was just it was awesome yeah so tuesday we went to sky zone we had a blast and uh the rest of the week we have rally this thursday Uh, So if this podcast does come out on Wednesday, so if you're listening to this on Wednesday, there is Rally at Res Life in Granville at 7 o'clock in the ground floor. Please, please, please come check it out because it's going to be really, really awesome. and It's going to be really, really fun. And the Lord's just going to do something amazing. And I think if you go, you're going to be really encouraged by it. And then Friday, currently not going to do anything, probably going to work out. Then Saturday, going to have a little date night. But uh, other than that, I mean, my week has been fantastic. The week before when we didn't record, it was great. Stayed busy, stayed busy with work. Work has been awesome. Uh, we be- we're kind of slow, but that's okay. And just pushing through the winter season. So yeah.
0: That sounds awesome. We're so glad to hear that you're doing well. Uh, we missed last week because of the effect of a, like, a scheduling problem. So yeah. yeah, hopefully from now on we'll get back to it and uh, we'll have no problems, no issues getting right back into the steady recording schedule yeah
1: yeah we'd like to put out a podcast once a week so uh just so you guys can stay entertained and encouraged through this so uh we we don't want to keep you guys waiting on hold for that
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely it's gonna be great um, one of the positive things that we're excited to let you know of is the fact that um, due to a uh, little bit of investing that we had on our part, which we're very thankful for, we've got some new studio equipment. You might have yes. noticed the positive increase of our sound quality. So we've got some uh, new mixing boards, some new microphones, same recording system, but no problem with that. It's sounding great. So, yeah, yeah your voice is coming over loud and clear. Yeah, we're very, thanks, excited very about thank that. thankful for that. The it's going to be is wonderful. The Lord
1: has truly bless us with this. So.
0: Absolutely. We're so excited. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, Andrew, how was your week? My week was
0: very good, actually. It was not an easy week, but it was Mm. a good week when we got to the end of it because I feel like I really learned some stuff. So throughout the effect of this week is that um, a lot of stuff actually broke this week, just like physical things just kept Mm. breaking. For example, like I found out that my Jeep doors had some serious issues with them. I took off my necklace the other day and the chain just snapped in half. No. Just literally just lots of things just kept ripping, breaking. My bag that I take to work uh, just got a huge rip in it for no reason. I mean, just silly things. And I was getting so frustrated, you know, and I was like, why is all this bad negative stuff happening to me? This should not be a problem. And then as I was praying about it and trying to figure out, you know, God, why is this (laughs) all this negative stuff happening to me? He said very clearly in my mind that I am trying so hard to control my life and I need to learn to let go and that now everything has to be perfect all the time mm. because he is the only perfect thing that I need to know. Wow. And I was like, wow, that is such a powerful word. And yeah. so once I kind of embraced that, I have not had one single thing break. <laughs> since then. <laughs> the <Lord is> just <laughs> Crazy how that attention. works, right? I know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're, I'm very, very thankful things have been going so well after that. So it's good. just been great. Thank very you for good. asking about
1: good it. Good to hear. Yeah, for sure.
0: So one of the things that I'm very excited about is that I will be trying out and hopefully we'll get everything squared away and ready to go for our practice time with my new choir that I'm joining. Yeah. I'm thrilled about that. It's going to be terrific. We got a new choir director. We've got a new, you know, dates coming up, which I will let you know of in a further podcast once we get everything solidified and ready to go. Nice. But we are so excited about that.
1: I'm, I'm so excited for you because I remember when you told me about it, and you're like, I really want to do this. And I like, if you could just be praying that, whatever like if the Lord wants me to do this he'd make it happen and if he doesn't want me to do it he'll make that happen too and when he did I was just like yeah oh, <laughs> this well, is thank you this is gonna be awesome
0: yeah thank you for praying I appreciate it very it, it excited means a for lot you. to me that you know I have somebody like that who I can count on so
1: very excited for you
0: thank you we're very very excited about that so this is gonna be a little bit of a deep dive moment uh, oh. <laughs> but um, something that has very much been on my heart and I wanted to kind of discuss this with you is the effect of the feminization of the United States. And that is a huge topic,
1: Yeah, it obviously. is.
0: <laughs> and so the thing is that I kind of wanted to discuss this was because it is not something that people would expect us to talk about at because we're two guys in you know the Midwest talking yep. about this. And so people would assume you guys have the least amount of qualification to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But actually, we have quite a, a big you know, a part of this because we are directly under attack for a lot of this kind of stuff that's been going on recently, I yeah. would say. I mean, we're feeling the effect of it through families, through churches, through leadership. So I don't know about you, but what have you experienced and felt through this kind of movement or of encouraging the femininity of the United States and people in the United States?
1: Feminism is such like a, it's such a broad topic because there's so many different levels to it. I've never experienced it too bad from my experiences is like everything that men do to like for these women, to these women, everything that men do, it's rude or degrading to women. And everything that they say about women is degrading. And in some ways that is true. A lot of men say a lot of degrading things to women, which is not right at all. But some things reign true more than others. I know... I was always taught to respect women and who they are and I'd notice what they do like my mom for example she works her tail off to keep the house clean to put food on the table to make dinner and to she does the laundry sometimes she'll clean our bedrooms sometimes like she does all these kind of things and recognizing that as respectful to her, and it's no, and it's us noticing like the hard work that she puts in. Here's here's a good example: women aren't naturally better athletes than men. They're just, it's just different, like that. Some women are better athletes than men, but naturally, men are better athletes and stronger athletes than most women. Like
0: in a broad sense. In a broad sense, know, yes. Seeing that effect of, it is more common to see a more dominant man and a more submissive female than the opposite way.
1: Exactly. For sure. Exactly. All I know is that feminism is a very, it's very powerful right now. And a lot of people are, a lot of women are taking advantage of it. And a lot of men are submitting to it and saying, oh, okay, okay, you're right. You're right. And they're not standing firm on the ground. Um, But also at the same time, some of the things that they do say are inappropriate and wrong and rude and disrespectful. So,
0: so with the, um, I think that it is heavily influenced by culture. Like For example, like I said in the last episode, and for all the people who are listening, I am from Alaska. And as that you know, implies, it's kind of a more extreme backwoods view, I would say, of women versus men. And, and what I mean by that is the role of a woman versus a man. So just speaking from what I've heard and from what I know, a lot of men in that culture express the viewpoint that women are less than men. And I think that that is wrong. I don't think that yeah. that's true. I th- there should be no scale of importance. It's just that they are different. They are different, uniquely and fundamentally different. And that somehow we have convinced ourselves or the people have convinced themselves that that means that women are less than or men mm-hmm. are more than. And that's just not true. It's just it would be like trying to say this apple is better than this banana. It's like, well, okay, you can't say that because you're not comparing the same thing, Yeah, you know? It's like you'd have to say this banana is better than this banana. It's like, okay, well, then that's a good opinion or not a good opinion, just depending on who's judging the banana. But you can't say for anyone this one is better than this one when you're not comparing the same thing, Yeah, you know? You can say... These are things that are different or that they seem to perform better at yeah, but you can't say they're better than all around mm-hmm. you know because and I have always very much viewed it as that God, in his wisdom designed the world and designed humanity as very much like a puzzle that men designed to need women and women you know designed to need men because when he made man, Adam, Felt lonely. He felt like he yeah. had no, he felt like he had, he was missing something. Mm-hmm. And I think that God divinely ordained that. I think that that's no great surprise to him. He was yeah. expecting that, you know, and I think that he allowed that to happen so that we would be reminded as men yeah. that women are important be that yeah. without them, we would feel alone, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that it's always funny to see and witness people who are kind of more on the extreme side of either, or mm-hmm. that the more masculine men or more feminine women come to that point where they have to face like, a world without the other is not a successful world. Where, yeah. where it, it will crumble. You know? Yeah, I think that women see uh, socially things like women tend to get paid less than men, their job opportunities are lower than men, and all this stuff. And I don't like rebut that or refute that and say you know that is completely wrong because it has been shown. Well, it is actually kind of common to see that. But on the very opposite hand, it's like you are in an area that is not intended. For you, mm-hmm. this it was designed for men to supply and care for their families. Men chose not to, or were unable to, or, but most of them just chose not to. And so it, the door has been opened so that women now, because of the the uh, very common factor of single households, single parent households in the United States, people are feeling the effect of that. Mm-hmm. Women now are being forced to work; they have no option. They have to take care of their children, and so like, what are they going to do? You know. So yeah. now I think that they're just kind of discovering and seeing that it's not quite easy for women to succeed in the workplace it's like well yeah but it wasn't designed for you so it's it's going to be hard it's like well yeah of course it's going to be difficult you know i don't know i just kind of think that it's just kind of interesting for me to watch that happen as people are trying to figure out now because it is more common to see single parent families the down trickling effect of that is now resulting in a lot of fighting and arguing about Mm. stuff that has existed literally for a couple thousand years you know The role of a man caring for, loving, protecting, nurturing his family, and the woman guarding, nurturing, growing the household. Yeah. You know, I just kind of felt like when I was driving home the other day, I was thinking about that, and I was like, I was thinking in my mind, what would happen if my mom died, just like suddenly had a horrible disease and just died suddenly? You know, like what would we do? And I was thinking to myself, I don't know how we could do that because how are we supposed to. Care for the house by getting money for the house and guarding over the house, you know, nurturing and taking care of each other. That would be so difficult, yeah. You know, and so having someone who is at home taking care of that is so vital, yeah. Because it will die without their help, yeah. you know. And likewise, how would they care for a home if we're not there to provide a home for them? Yeah. So I just kind of see, like, I think that it's kind of, um, I don't know, taken too far to the extreme on either end. I think it's actually just quite a simple concept that mm-hmm. they both need each other and that as long as they respect and love each other things can go very very easily and very well
1: in real life it's like a gardener he plants a garden and then he just he moves away no one's there to nurture that garden so your home is that garden and your mother or your mother or your spouse or your wife is like the person or is the caretaker of that home or of that garden or the other way around some people do it differently i i don't know in terms of, like, the man being the breadwinner of the household and you have a stay-at-home wife who takes care of the house, who preps everything, like, she puts in hard work for the house. Well, then you're nurturing that garden. But if you're not nurturing it, it's just going to die and then that planting was just a waste of time. And it's the same thing with your faith, too, is, like, you can't, a seed can't be planted and you can't water it and, keep, and not keep nurturing it. You can't say, "Okay, I accept you into my life, Lord." Now I'm just gonna leave it at that. Well, there's gonna be no growth. There's gonna be no nurturing or taking care of it, and it's just gonna die. It's just gonna die out. It's so it's the same thing. Uh, not in terms of a marriage, but in terms of that household isn't probably going to be the happiest or sa- like safest feeling place that you would want or like you are looking forward to coming home.
0: Knowing that you kind of have recently uh, getting involved in a new relationship with Kimmy and all the wonderful effects of that. For a lot of people who don't know, Kimmy is uh, one of the leaders of our uh, Bible study group. And on Thursday nights, we go to Access for Res Life Church. So she leads that. So Brian is kind of involved with her and we're very happy for them. I'm dating her. Yes. We're very happy for them and praying for their success and uh, all that. How do you see your relationship progressing in terms of your role? in that? Like, how do you see that that's a new powerful thing? Cause I, wow. I've never been in a relationship before, so I don't know. So can you tell us about that?
1: So fun fact, this is the only relationship I've ever been in. This is all really new to me. I guess one of the biggest things that Kimmy and I did was before we even started dating, we sat down and like wrote boundaries and values that we had for our relationship. And if we weren't able to meet those kind of know like, okay, this just isn't going to work and that was fine but we were able to meet those and those values and those boundaries there have been times like where not boundaries have been broken but it's just been difficult more difficult than others which is it's just the reality of life there's temptation there's sin in the world and it's just going to happen but I think the biggest thing that helped both of us was communication and honesty and trusting each other Going to each other for not advice, but like, hey, I want to do this. Do you think it's a good idea? So on and so forth. And taking in each other's values and opinions, but also giving it back was just really encouraging and helped with growth. But also the other thing was encouraging each other daily, whether that be through a simple text saying, hey, I'm thinking of you today, praying that the Holy Spirit just guides you through today. Things like that have really helped our relationship grow because it's not us being reliant on each other, but it's us being reliant on the Lord. And so when he's at the center, then nothing can fail. But if he's on the outskirts and on the outside of the ring, then it's not going to work. And he wants to be in the middle of it all.
0: How do you plan to kind of further your relationship with Kimmy? Like, What are some of the steps that you're taking to kind of make that progress?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Um, like, do you feel like it's important to be really, really slow in that and just kind of like take it like one day at a time in terms of how close you get to her? Do you feel like you're moving kind of quickly? Do you feel like you're making plans for your future? Like how, how do you feel like that's being played out?
1: I think in terms of growing together, the Lord is the one who's guiding that and steering that. So Mm -hmm. we're going at his pace, not our, not our pace. That's good. There were, there have been times where we've gone at our own pace. Um, or at least I have, I don't know if she felt like she has, but that's where you can slip up. Uh, we both forgive each other when we make mistakes and that forgiveness is huge. It's part of it's healing, but also confessing to like one another, like, Hey, I screwed up. I, that's been a huge part of growing with her and not only growing in relationship, but like friendship too. Because if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, they have to be like your best friend. Like you never want to get sick of them. Me personally, I never get sick of hanging around Kimmy. I never get sick of having conversations with her because there's always something new to talk about. There's always something interesting that goes on in the day or something cool that the Lord shows to either one of us or her grandma is the cutest thing in the world and she's awesome. And she'll like tell me a cool story about her grandma or like a funny story about her grandma. And things like that just growing in relationship and friendship with each other has been huge. So. Mm,
0: that's wonderful. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're doing so well. Thanks. That's that's, that's great. Thank you. Like uh, just you know we all are praying for you very heavily so. Thank you. Yeah, we're wishing for your biggest success. That's terrific.
1: I have a question for you. Sure. When it comes to like feminism at your work, do you work around a lot of women? Yeah. Yeah. What's what is it like working cuz I've never really worked around a lot of women being more on the feminist side. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you do or not, but like, if you can, like, what is that like and how do you like combat, combat that?
0: Um, sure. Well, actually, one of my bosses was a woman. Uh, I've had men bosses and... Women bosses? Man bosses. Man <laughs> bosses. Man bosses. Boss level. <laughs> boss level. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had... Uh, um, so my first boss, I heard was a, a, a lady named okay. Sandra Duran. Um, and then I had uh, two men... Who were uh, both they? They kind of like shared the responsibility of being a boss. And then I went back to a woman, back to a man, then three more guys, and then another woman, and then I'm back to a man again. So, hmm. so I've had all kinds of bosses, but I don't really see that as a problem in terms of uh, like leadership, because I figure you know you're doing this job and it's really about delegating responsibility well. That's kind of this job, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I feel like you know anyone can do that, you know. But uh, I do see it. As, of, as an effect with my coworkers, That's really where I kind of see that move through. I have seen men who think that they can tell a woman what to do and because they're, you know, like, dumb woman or whatever, and so they just talk down to them. But I've also seen women who have, before the man can even suggest or say anything just instantly kind of swoop in and I can tell that they've been hurt in the past by people like that Mm. so that I've had you know women say that kind of thing to me like I know what I'm doing or you don't need to tell me and I'm like oh I wasn't going to you know I I didn't even say anything to you yet so I feel like I have to be a little bit overly sweet or overly kind or Mm. overly gentle with them because if I don't, if I'm not careful, then I could offend them by the, I, I, like I'm talking down to them or something. Mm. And I kind of feel like, like for example, I watch an old movie or I'll watch some old TV show or something and I'll watch the character speak to the woman in a job or office scenario or whatever. And I think to myself, wow, like that would never fly today. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at that time it was incredibly common. Like that mm-hmm. was not being rude. That was being quite nice actually. Yeah. So it's, it's very funny to see the effect of society and and um different countries for example like i have a guy who's my friend and he's from nepal who works with me and i've heard him speak to women versus how other people have spoken to women (laughs) and it's always amusing because he's so to everyone else he seems like oh my word that guy is so rude (laughs) but he is like Thinks I'm fine. Like what? Like what? I wasn't offensive. Like how was that offensive? Yeah. I just told her what to do.
1: Because it's cult. It's his culture. Exactly. Yeah. So he
0: thinks what? I'm very nice. You know. Yeah. And everyone else is like, dude, you gotta calm down with that. And he's <laughs> like, God, what? Are you, what? Chill out, man. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Are you being very pleasant? <laughs> he's like, oh, you're. Uh, you're not. <laughs> and so, trying to convince him that he's not,
1: is like, oh my word.
0: But um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like. There's a part of me that wishes that we were a little bit more uh, structured with backbone. I guess. Yeah. We could be a little bit more matter of fact and less yeah. overly conscious about I- is what I just said offensive. Do-, do I have to be I have to be so guarded with my words? And yeah. It's like we've become so paranoid about offending someone. Yeah. That we sometimes even sacrifice the truth, and I feel like that can be kind of a danger, really. Yeah.
1: It is a good thing to think before you speak, because sometimes the things that we think can be really weird and, like, really, like, not good. Yeah. Um, but also in terms of, like, if there's something that you strongly disagree with and mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for you to minister, then, yeah, go, like, start speaking. For sure. Like, the truth hurts. Yeah. So, um, and people will probably be offended by you. Yeah. But there's a seed planted then and then people like they start to think on it and so it's just it's weird though yeah you're right we this world is like oh you have to guard your mouth like if you say anything inappropriate like you're automatically labeled as like a sexist or like those kind of things and it's just like no and some people are raised differently yeah some people's parents are like yeah that's okay like that's not, and they hear that from their parents. And it's like oh, okay, that must be okay. For sure. And in terms of your friend from work, like in his culture, that's probably how they speak to women, yeah. Or probably how they just speak to people in general. That's the way he grew up. You yeah. can't. That's a culture that's been ingrained in his brain. Absolutely. So, changing that is a lot harder. Is a lot harder to do. It's like yeah. changing old habits. Absolutely. So, uh, I think the world needs to so- needs to soften up a little bit in terms mm-hmm. of. Okay, yeah, they probably don't know that that's offensive and people can be a lot more kind and say, "Hey, that to me that wasn't very nice." Yeah. But they just freak out and they get mad at you. Like, that was so rude. Like, what are you doing? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> oh, my word. Like, you're so mean. <laughs> and, like, and then they go on this social media rampage. Oh, like, men suck. They are terrible. And men will go, women are terrible. They're, they belong in the streets. Like, exactly. Yeah. Guys. Yeah calm down. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and that's what we were wanting to talk about, you know, before we even started the podcast, I think that we both would agree that we promote femininity, yeah. but we don't, what we don't promote is this toxic feminist. Yeah. That's what we're going to, we, gonna, we, we like feminine things yeah. we, we that's what we're attracted to we like that yeah uh, and we, we we would be very sad if the woman suddenly took on this masculine you know quality yeah. but we don't want to pe- have them hate us yeah it's not a we hate men it's yeah. we enjoy being women i want to know a woman who enjoys being a woman and i want to yeah. be a guy who enjoys being be a, a guy. guy yeah it's just about embracing your role very well you're you know?
1: designed that way specifically for a purpose yeah exactly so, yeah yeah But the world doesn't. It's the world. So we have to be the people to help shine that light. And, like, all of this, this is not to be degrading to anyone who is a little more feminist than others or, like, more Like, it has nothing to do with that. It's just bringing out the awareness of us as Christians need to, in some ways, watch how we speak to people. Right. And also showing, like, okay, but also sometimes there are things that are reign more true than others mm-hmm. and that's okay Absolutely. it doesn't make you any less of a person that's right so that's or a right. woman or a man
0: for sure yeah and this wasn't like like what you just said it's not to rile anyone up no it's to bring peace it's to yeah. say there are two sides of the situation like dr hill no matter how thin you make that pancake there's always two sides <laughs> and so there's two sides to it and so we're just giving you an opportunity to look at it yeah. directly from our mouths, from people who are actually, I think, very moderate. I yeah. mean, we're not calling for the medieval times of women, no. you know, <laughs> no. weaving in a cottage. We're, we mean, we encourage the growth of women. We want women included, yeah. but we just want to remind people that although we are equal, we are different. Yeah. And so that's that's all we're wanting. That's all we want. Yeah. We want to know and recognize our roles.
1: We also want to remind you that women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> That's a joke. I want to flat out say that right now. Kidding.
0: <laughs> we take a five minute. Yeah. We want to be very careful not not offend. And by the way. <laughs> by the way, get in the kitchen, woman. Trust that. Maybe me a sandwich. <laughs> Put some mayo on it. No tomato. <laughs>
1: I need that in two minutes. I'll be
0: late for the office.
1: Don't put too much meat, but don't put too little. You've been doing that for 20 years. You should be really good at it by now.
0: You tell me what I want.
1: I'll do the same for you, sweetie. (laughs) Exactly. And after
0: you're done, I'll make you one.
1: You make dinner, I make dinner. That's great. I love that. (laughs) While while you're
0: making my dinner, I'll go outside and mow the lawn. How about that? There you go. (laughs)
1: We're going to work together as a team here. (laughs) So Uh, United is one.
0: So I was at work, and this is just kind of a funny little story. So it was just because this guy just had enough. Okay, so he's my boss, uh, and he was delegating, like, different places where different people are supposed to go. So he comes up, and he's like, Okay, so um, you five, I need you to go to pull the carts. You all, I need you to do this. He was like giving all these different, you know, suggestions and whatnot. So he gets to this one woman and he says, Okay, so I want you to go upstairs and do stow. And she says, What the bleep? <laughs> and he just looks at her like, What? And, he's like, and she goes, Come on, man. I've been up there for the last three days. I'm here for this side. Uh, I'm on pack side for a reason. Not because I want to go to stow. And he just looks at her, doesn't even say a word, and she finally like, calms down after ranting for about 20 seconds about how much she hates it, and she finally goes, sorry, man, I don't want to be offensive, but, oh, man, I hate Stowe. And he goes, well, you were offensive, now go to Stowe. <laughs> 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 Lay down the exactly. law." Exactly! You just didn't even, didn't smile, didn't anything, You just c- completely bland as oatmeal. Exactly, just dead. Go to Stowe. He's just like, well, you were offensive. Now go to Stowe. You know, it's like,
1: oh, that is so. Great. It's like it's like you having an argument it. with your mom, and you're like, you feel like you you won. Like, <laughs> mom, I don't want to eat my vegetables. Okay, they're growth, and I already had two. And she's just like, Are you done? Eat your vegetables. <laughs> Wait, like you will never win. Exactly, it's like. wait
0: So she just turned around and went to Stell, and I was like, "That's that, so
1: funny. That is great. That's hilarious." Such
0: an easy, like, non-emotional way to handle this lunatic. Yeah,
1: it's like that is great. That's great. Uh,
0: well, we are very excited tonight to go to the uh trampoline park. So yes. I think we're going to have to cut this down now. Yeah, we we're are. We're going to close the doors.
1: Hey guys, I just want to say thanks for listening to the number one podcast in the world right now. So, I mean, you're just, our chart's are climbing every skyrocketing. day skyrocketing day. Like by day. stocks and bitcoin sometimes
0: i get so many notifications my phone just shuts down
1: oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad for it should we pray <laughs>
0: exactly oh, we have a word we have a word of knowledge we for, this, a word for of- this android
1: <laughs> you can do it <laughs>
0: please don't give up please
1: don't give up god has a moment for you <laughs> this is a plan and a purpose
0: um, okay, so everyone, please uh, like, subscribe, and share with your friends, because if you don't, you can miss out on a golden opportunity yes. to hear our voices week yes. by week.
1: We, are also, we would also like to announce that we are trying to get this on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So if SoundCloud is harder for you to access, we are working on getting this launched on Spotify, but it will always be on SoundCloud, and we are working towards Spotify. So please keep on a, keep on a lookout on our social media page, and also just... Yeah, just keep a lookout. Keep That's asking right. questions, keep com- keep commenting. we look at them and we'd love to hear. We'd love to hear and see your comments. So
0: For sure, we will always take suggestions and uh, we encourage any activity that the audience partakes in the show. We love it and we encourage it. Yep. Thank you again for listening to Ella for the Soul. This is Andrew and Brian. You have yourselves a good week. Peace.